you're fat. So you drink anyone. Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have no money. I would marry you. You're a tequila lover. You're not a party. party. You're the Chargers. I'm not going to be a Hey loves, this is Erin and you're tuning in to You're Such a Catch, a podcast about dating and relationships while giving you, my listeners, a diary-esque view into my life. Last week I talked about feeling lost. And spoiler alert, I still am. (laughs) But I'm feeling a little bit better about it. I feel like I'm supposed to be in a state of limbo, like there's a lesson here to be learned, and I'm just waiting patiently to recognize what it is. You know that aha moment Oprah talks about? That's what I'm waiting for. And while I continue to sort through these thoughts and feelings, I saw a common theme show up in my life this week. But before we dive into it, please don't forget to subscribe and drop a rate or review for me on whatever podcast app you tune in on. Follow me on social media at You're Such a Catch. And if you feel so inclined, share your favorite episode with a friend or someone who you think would benefit from the message. The YSC community is inclusive, folks. So what is this topic that showed up in my life several times this week? Comparison. That's right, comparing yourself to others. I happened to come across a friend's post on Instagram. She has a twin sister and she's in the midst of this self-love journey and she recorded a conversation with her twin about this very subject. So I've never considered what it would be like to have a twin and how, yes, comparing yourself to your twin, especially when they look like you and share so many different mannerisms and characteristics, how that might be just on a whole other level difficult. (laughs) Then I had a friend DM me Gary V's post about comparison. And then I had a discussion with a friend, not only around comparison, but overcoming the need to seek validation or approval from others. If this wasn't a sign from the universe, I don't know what is. Comparison happens to all of us. A friend gets engaged, lands a promotion at work, Maybe she loses 10 pounds and looks like she should be donating the cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Sometimes it just can seem as if amazing things are happening to everyone around you, but you. It's so easy to fall into a trap of comparing yourself to others. I think it's even natural for us to feel a bit insecure or even envious when we see other people with qualities or things we want for ourselves. But comparing yourself and feeling less than because of someone's traits, accomplishments, or achievements in life is an endless downward spiral towards self-destruction. Did you hear that? Do you need to turn your volume up? It's an endless downhill spiral towards self-destruction. Like many things in life, correcting this behavior is sometimes easier said than done. We need to constantly remind ourselves that we all have unique, God-given talents that make us special and beyond compare. When we find ourselves starting to compare, we need to shut down those nagging feelings and recognize our greatness in the greatness of others. So how exactly do we do this? We need to take notice of all the things we're thankful for. We literally need to count our blessings. Have you ever thought, if only I have J-Lo's booty, 
Katrina Scott's body and Jeff Bezos' bank account, then my life would be amazing. I'm sure I don't stand alone with these thoughts, but while I'm busy coveting their assets (laughs) and their blessings, I'm forgetting about my own. I may never have J-Lo's booty, Katrina Scott's abs, or as many zeros as Jeff does in his bank account, but I do have some unique riches and physical traits that are mine alone. What's the source of your feelings? Where do they originate? If you're on social media and you see a friend who just got engaged and you're single, it's okay to want what they're experiencing, but your time will come. Like the post, congratulate your friend, and move on. Don't fixate on it. This also rings true to following influencers and bloggers. If following them makes you jealous of their clothing, their ability to contour their face perfectly, and their flawless, perfectly gathered, messy bun atop their head, take a break from scrolling. Recognizing the habits that make us feel bad or down about ourselves is vital to evoking change. Without awareness, we can't unsubscribe from the behavior that leaves us feeling inferior. We have to wake up and realize no one is perfect. No one's life is perfect. Of course, we fantasize to ourselves thinking that if we looked like Eva Mendez and married Ryan Gosling, then we'd have it made. Wait, would we? (laughs) But while we're envying what Eva has, this divine existence with a man whose body was referred to as photoshopped in Crazy Stupid Love, we have to remind ourselves that they too aren't perfect. And while things may appear shiny from the outside, there may be some dullness beneath. Before we start to pick apart someone else's life, wishing we could swap places with them, we need to remind ourselves that not all that glitters is gold. We all know this. We've all received that seemingly perfect Christmas card where the family looks like the modern day cleavers. When you know dad's been cheating on mom, one kid is causing havoc on his teacher at school, and the other is struggling with their mental health and the anxiety all the tension at home is causing. But no one wants to paint that picture. Rather, it gets swept under the rug and the perception of what we see, the highlight reel is so convincing, we wish we could be traded into that life. We need to remember why we're such a catch. It's time to acknowledge our assets. What have you accomplished? What accolades have you earned? You are a catch and the sooner you see that, the sooner everybody else will. Sometimes we get so wrapped up in focusing on what we don't have, the boyfriend, the six-figure income, the flashy car, the fancy title at work, that we leave little time to cultivate and grow what we do have. As women especially, we downplay our achievements. Sheryl Sandberg talks about this in her book, Lean In. We've been taught that it's too braggy or bodacious to share a win, achievement, or accolade without downplaying it. We've been conditioned to think that it's conceited or considered overconfident when inside our confidence is struggling and our insecurities are taking over. We need to be our biggest fan. No one is going to do it for us. As women, we are always going to want to improve on ourselves, our place in life, and when we see other people accomplishing the same goals we have for ourselves, that we're so desperate for it, we may start to feel bad about ourselves. But here's the thing, we're all on our own journeys. We're all at different stages in life, and that doesn't mean we won't get to where we want to be. But we're in this stage for a reason. Accepting this sooner than later is going to be a massive game changer. Not only will it help with the ill feelings, but it will free you from noise, distraction, and extra layer of nonsense you're having to dig yourself out of as you continue to progress towards your goals. Accept yourself as you are. Recognize that surrounding yourself with powerful women who are accomplishing great things is a positive. 
We're not in a contest. There's no prize for who can squeeze into a size four or six first or whose wedding ring has the most carrots or whose house has the best view. Instead of letting others' achievements get the best of you, use them to motivate you and fuel your desire to highlight what makes you unique, one of a kind and original. I think part of feeling lost for me is thinking I should be somewhere else. It's believing that at this stage of my life, I should have accomplished bigger things. I should be married. I should have a family. It's having a passion and a desire for a hobby that doesn't generate income today, but requires hours upon hours of my time, but gives me enjoyment. It's as my friend mentioned, a fear of not being accepted or receiving the stamp of approval from my friends and family for what I have to say, for my deepest, darkest, most intimate thoughts. It's wanting that validation. It's pouring my blood, sweat, and tears into a job that isn't currently filling my bucket. It's trying to uncover who I am at my core, what my beliefs are, what my likes and my dislikes are, and not wanting my teachings, upbringings, or what society tells me is right to dictate them. It's learning to love myself for me and to combat my desire to compare. Comparison is the thief of all joy. Let's commit today to do our best not to compare. Let's commit today to be a community of women who empower women. Let's pride ourselves on being inclusive with others, cheering our sister on when she achieves great things, knowing she'll do the same when we make our own strides. Can you imagine the movement this would create? Wow. And funny, the only thing standing in our way is ourselves. Thanks for tuning in to your Such a Catch. Sometimes I think to myself as I'm getting ready to prepare for these episodes, why am I doing this? Who's listening? What's fueling my fire to put in this time and and effort towards recording? And what I've really learned is as much as I want this podcast to be for others, it's done so much good for me and for my journey. And if sharing my journey like an open book with all of you helps one of you out there, then my my goal and my outcome of this podcast has been achieved. So thank you for giving me the biggest gift that I could have in my life right now, which is this friendship, this community, and this platform to just be open and honest and raw with who I am and at what I'm feeling and what I'm going through. So until next time, I wish you guys a great week and I really challenge you to not compare yourself to others.